The Outlet. The Talk of Southland. Welcome to The Outlet. I'm your host, Brent Harbour. In this podcast, I talk to Steve Norris, the chair and race director for the Fresh Choice Kepler Challenge. This iconic mountain running event attracts top athletes as well as recreational runners. We catch up on the event's history, the great charity initiative they have for the community and the importance of local volunteers. The Outlet. From your Southland app. G'day Steve, welcome to The Outlet. Yeah, very good to be here. Thanks for having me. No worries. Can you please give me a bit of the background of the Fresh Choice Kepler Challenge? How did it all start and how has it evolved over the years? Well, it originally started as um, actually part of a celebration of 100 years of people walking the Milford Track. And a group of teachers at the local college, Fieldham College, thought it'd be a good idea to run a race through the Milford Track because of that. And then just the hurdles of the logistics of getting people to and from the Milford Track with boat access, I guess it fell into the too hard basket. But it, it coincided also with the um, Kepler Track opening up. So they thought, oh, well, let's do a, a one-off race on the Kepler Track. And um, obviously didn't turn into be a one-off race. It evolved into you know, still happening today when we're up to, I think, about 36, 37 years. The Kepler Challenge is known for attracting both elite athletes and recreational runners as well, Steve. What do you think makes it so appealing to such a wide range of people? Yeah, well, look, I mean, personally, I think it's um, the fact that, A, it's one of the great walks, and B, it's a circuit track, so you start and finish at the same point. Great combination of, you know, alpine environment with amazing views. And um, obviously beautiful forest valley to run through as well. So I think for me it's just got, well from what I get from the runners, is just, it's just that appeal of um, actually, you know, the course being a circuit. Yeah, just the beautiful scenery that comes with it. There's also the Luxmore Grunt, which I think is a great name. Uh, the shorter course of the event, what's the experience like for runners who take on that challenge? Yeah, like it's, I mean, the Luxmore Grunt came along about three years after the Kepler Challenge started. And it was actually initially advertised as a fun run. Yeah, it's actually evolved into its own event in its own right now. And, you know, it's a great, I guess it's 27 kilometres as opposed to 60. So the commitment for training is, is still there, but not to the extent it, as if you were doing the full challenge. But, you know, it's amazing. A lot of people that run the challenge say that the grunts, you know, you've done the hard work getting up to the hut there and getting in, and back down. It's really, you should just go on and do the challenge, you know. <laughs> so, but, yeah, no, it's definitely a race in its own right. And um, yeah, it's well supported as well by... Um, yeah, local recreational and, and yeah, good quality runners as well. Yeah, challenge yourself. Do both, Steve. You'd be up for that, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I've done the Luxmore Grant, to be fair, but I haven't done the Kepler Challenge. Now, the event has a strong volunteer effort behind it as well. So how important is the role of volunteers in making the Kepler Challenge a success? Yeah, well, I guess the bottom line is we couldn't run the event without them. You know, there's up to 200 people that help out you know, over the weekend in all capacities, you know, whether it be the local rotary group selling punnets of chips at the finish line and um, hot, hot dogs or the cafe selling coffee at the finish line. Um, it is plus just all the volunteers that go out on the course around the um, checkpoints. So, you know, it's a big effort, you know, by the local community. And fortunately, they all seem to enjoy it. And fortunately, they all want to come back the following year. So, but it definitely adds to the feel of the event, without a doubt. It, the runners, it's just a constant feedback from the runners as they love that local feel to it and the fact that they're all volunteers. Now the Kepler Challenge sells out online within minutes of opening so what do you think makes it so popular? Again you know 
I think, you know, it's been established, you know, 36, 37 years. Struggling think the name, but there was a runner, um, very good runner. He was a doctor from Christchurch. I just line his name right now. About 15, 20 years ago, he, he was running the event and, and winning it. And he made a comment, this, this would have to be New Zealand's premier mountain run. And that title has sort of stuck with it. So I guess that helps as well. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's been established because it's limited 450 runners and the challenge 200 people in the grunt you can't like enter two weeks before you know you you've got to make that effort to enter online on the first saturday of july at 6 30 a.m can you tell me a bit more about the charity challenge i think this is great and how that initiative has impacted the community steve yeah well i mean that's uh you know that's been a real success for the community and again probably about 15 years ago you know the event was filling up in like less than five minutes and we were just at a committee meeting and we thought, well, why don't we just throw out, back then it was 10 charity spots at $1,000 and we'll give that money directly over to local organisations. And we didn't know how it would go, but, you know, they go just as quickly as the, as the actual online entries. And it, it, like to me, it's like you have to do a hell of a lot of sausage sizzles, you know, to raise, you know, $10,000 and, you know, we can collect we literally collect the money and pass it on the following week. And it's not specific just to one organisation. We do 20 now, so it's up to 20K. It's just passed on 100% to um, local organisations that need it. That's great work. Are there any memorable stories of participants who have overcome significant challenges or maybe travelled a long way to participate in the Kepler Challenge? There's a lot of them, but two that always spring to my mind was, again, probably 15 years ago, there was a a lady sort of running up the hill up to Luxmore Hut and she passed a gentleman and she turned around and said to him, and the gentleman was from Australia, said, you might want to just check, get those moles on the back of your leg checked. You know, I'm a skin specialist. And anyway, about two months later, this gentleman from Australia emailed us, which was obviously the first time we heard about it, and said, is any chance I could get runner such and such's email address? Because I just want to tell her that was actually melanoma. I've since had him cut out, and my doctor said that was a very good call. So that was, I thought, was a pretty outstanding story. Incredible, yeah. And um, the other one that springs to mind was a Christchurch runner, and his wife actually went into labour while he was running the race. And she was, you know, six, seven weeks early. So she was in the ambulance heading to Kew Hospital. We managed to intercept them at Rocky Point, and we'd actually had the helicopter teed up there to pick him up to fly him out. And when he got the news, he would think, I don't know what happened, but he missed me as such a flap. He literally picked up the running, ran as fast as he could to Rainbow Reach, where, we, where we'd you know, managed to track him down again at that stage at Motorail and um, got his vehicle there. And apparently he got to Kew Hospital about 20 minutes before the baby was delivered. And the sequel to that was the following year, we gave him a complimentary entry and his wife and obviously one-year-old child was there at the finish line to meet him when he actually finished the Kepler Challenge that year. So that I thought that was a great story as well. That's so good. What a way to tell about your birth, eh? Yeah, absolutely. That'll be, uh, <laughs> that'll be told about in years to come, I'd imagine. <laughs> but yeah, at the end of the day, there's um, yeah, 101 great stories out there like that. Fantastic. What's the atmosphere like on race day? Can you tell us a bit about that and what makes it such a special and unique experience for both the runners and the spectators? I guess initially, you know, everyone's out. There was a 6 a.m. start, so 5.30 a.m., or even earlier, people are arriving out of the control gates, their friends are out there dropping them off, and, you know, it's obviously pretty fresh, pretty cool, even on a fine day, but hour of a day, so people are all quite noticeably, you know, a little bit on edge and edgy, and um, obviously 
getting ready for that, you know, start line, whistle to go. And uh, yeah, so then it all away she goes, everyone charges off into the hills and sort of calmness comes over to control gates. And then at 7am, an hour later, obviously the Luxembourg grunt people head away. And so then pretty much like the first grunt runners are coming in, you know, quarter to nine onwards. I guess it thins out a little bit between, say, 7 and 8.30, and then it just fills up, and then there's people just out there all day. And the great thing with technology these days, you know, there's an app where they can track their friends around the course. I mean, know when they've, say, come through Rainbow Reach and they've got 10 kilometres to go, yeah, they can arrive out there about the time to meet them. And it's just lovely to see, you know, like, obviously everyone's put a huge amount of training into it, and I always say there's probably only half a dozen people that are actually out there running for the prize money. The rest of them are out there just for the personal challenge and, you know, the sense of achievement they get from that when they finish. I mean, it sounds like a really great community event. So how can people get involved in the Kepler Challenge as volunteers and where can they learn more about the event, Steve? Yeah, well, I guess bottom line is we've got an email address, volunteers at keplerchallenge.co.nz or just emailing info at keplerchallenge.co.nz and um, that'll find its way through to Jan, who does an outstanding job organising all the volunteers. There's always jobs to do, you know. In fact, we need someone to clean the uh, portal loose this year. I don't think anyone's got their name to that job yet. That could be something I could do for you, Steve. It's one I sidestep. All the very best for the Kepler Challenge for this year, and thanks for the great work you do. I mean, it's such a great community event, and you help people out at charities, and, and people just have some great experience. So thank you for having a chat today. Really appreciate that. Yeah, no, pleasure, Brent. And obviously, if you get a chance to be here on December the 2nd, We'll catch up with you then, but no, it is an awesome event. And we do encourage you know, people to come. And even if you're not involved with friends or runners, it's just a great atmosphere just to be out there with at the finish lines throughout the day. Download the Southland app from the App Store or Google Play. Thanks for listening to The Outlet, your interview podcast for Southland. Now, The Outlet is produced and published by the Southland app and supported with funding from the New Zealand Public Interest Journalism Fund. The Outlet is available on the Outlet button of your Southland app and wherever you get your podcasts.